We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Friday. It's October 29th. It's 2021. Seven basketball games to talk about here on today's slate. Um, I mean, anything's going to be better than watching this Thursday night football game. So um, if anybody, if, if you're if you're listening to this podcast, it, the second half is just getting started in the football game and it has been so hard to watch. And I'm sure um, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about when you're listening to the podcast tomorrow morning. Uh, joined today by Keith Eister, Eyes819. Keith, how's it going, my friend? Going good. I'm also struggling through this this football game. Uh, Rodgers and Murray have combined for like 120 yards passing in the first half. Um, A.J. Dillon is getting like – he had 11 first-half carries, and I have Aaron Jones locked. So that's going well, but <laughs> ready to talk about some basketball here. Yeah, and um, <laughs> Murray just threw a pick. <laughs> Hopefully. So Rogers has it in, in red zone. So there you go. Uh, basketball. I mean, basketball is not going much better for me. Um, I mean, Porzingis got rolled out. I think a lot of us, you know, we're like, all right, well, we're playing Luca. That didn't, uh, that's not working. Um, so I'm ready to bounce back here for basketball. Um, and uh, we get started here. Orlando Magic, Toronto Raptors, 210 total. The Raptors are an eight point favorite. Carter Williams, Fultz, Isaac, Moore, all still out, and Siakam's out for Toronto. Uh, let's start with the Orlando Magic. What do you like here for the Magic? Uh, yeah, a b- bit of a tough spot on the road here in Toronto for the Magic, but um, probably looking for some value here. Uh, Cole Anthony's price is probably not quite to where it, 
it should be for his role. Uh, he's played really well beginning of the year. So I like, like him a little bit. Jalen Suggs has played well. Um, I think you could take a look at, at Wagner too. Um, and Bamba's price is getting up there a little bit. I don't have as much interest in him, but uh, I think Cole Anthony would be my first lean. Yeah. I mean, Cole Anthony 6,500, he comes in with a 25% usage rate on the season. You know, he's played at least 30 minutes in every game. He's taken double digit shot attempts, at least 12 shots in every game. I mean, he's, he's, he's the guy that you're kind of looking for um, when you're looking at this offense and it's not really saying much because this offense is not great. Um, <sighs> Jalen Suggs is getting the usage. He's getting the shots. He's just not shooting. Well, uh, he's had one game this season that he, that he shot better than 40%. And I mean, he's a guy, if he, he shoots the ball, well, could exceed value. Um, so outside of those two guys, Mo Bamba, I mean, he's a guy that has 40 plus point upside in matchups where he's going to get the minutes. And right now they're just giving him the minutes. And if they're going to let Mo Bamba play, you know, 30 to 35 minutes, he's a guy that can get blocks. He can get steals. He can get a double double. So, I mean, those three guys, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie. I'm not super excited about playing any of the magic um, in this spot. And honestly, I'm not too excited to play Toronto. Um, the other side of this game, should they beat the magic? Yeah. Everybody should beat the magic this year. Um, but like Van Vliet, we were, we were, we've been so excited to play Van Vliet and he, you know, he had that, he's had two back-to-back really good games. Finally, the usage is starting to come up. What do you like here for Toronto? Yeah. Van Vliet disappointed us in the first couple of games, but really like what we've seen from him in the last two. Um, obviously Siakam's still out. So he, he's the main guy there. Uh, I don't know. Don't love the price tag at 8,100. Um, I'm with you. I'm kind of, kind of avoiding this game for the most part. Um, Scotty Barnes price has really come up on us. Uh, Achua is still in that split weird situation with Birch. So with his price elevating too, he's tough to play. Um, yeah. Just, just not a lot to like here in Toronto. Yeah. I mean, not a full write-off game, but I mean, it's close, <laughs> as close as we're going to get. I mean, if you want to take shots on Van Vliet or OG, I'm not going to sit here and talk you off of it. But, I mean, outside of those two guys, I really don't have a ton of interest. And OG has a little bit higher usage rate on the season. But recently, you know, I think Van Vliet, the usage is going to come up for him for sure. Yeah, being the first game of the night, too, I'm less likely to have exposure to it so I can wait. I mean, I'm sure we're going to have injury news we're waiting on and things like that. So just being the first game of the night, it's easier just to fade it. The whole Lakers team is questionable. So, um, yeah. I mean, I say that as a joke, but honestly, I'm not joking. Uh, the whole team is is um, questionable here. Finally, Cobb scored a touchdown, but there's a flag, so it's going to get called back. Oh, man. Uh, Pacers and Nets, 223 total here. Brooklyn is a eight-point favorite. Big news here, Brogdon's out. Jackson's out. Levert is questionable, and Warren is out. On the Brooklyn side... Claxton is questionable and Kyrie um, is out. So, I mean, looking at the Pacers minus Brogdon, if even if Levert plays, I highly doubt he plays more than like 20 minutes here. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I mean, there seems like they're being really careful with, with him. So even if he plays, I don't have interest there. 
Um, I do have interest in uh, some of the cheaper guys. With Brogdon out, there should be some usage to go around. Um, Duarte is my first lean. Um, Turner, I don't know. He's been he's been up and down this year uh, with one explosion game and then just kind of dudding out the rest of the games after that. So don't see myself playing Turner. Um, Brissett, I think you can look at. Might get some extra run here. Uh, and Jeremy Lamb. Uh, is really cheap at 3,600. He should find a few more minutes with Brogdon out. Yeah, so I did a little, like a quick court IQ um, just to kind of get an idea of what we'd be looking at with Brogdon off the floor. Um, And I mean, it's so tough to say. I think the biggest thing that I noticed was like Miles Turner saw a huge bump but it was only 13 minutes, so you can't really trust that. TJ McConnell sees a huge bump, and that's been 59 minutes. So him and Duarte, like Duarte got the usage bump. He has a 6.4% usage bump um, in a very small sample size with Brogdon off the floor. So my favorite going in is Duarte. I think if this game stays close, it's probably because Sabonis is having a big game. So... At 9,400, he's not going to get a ton of ownership in this game. He's coming off of a game he only shot four times against Toronto. Uh, it was just an ugly game just in general. So, I mean, and then McConnell, he's going to be a good value play on some sites. 5,500 on DraftKings is not like an auto lock, though, um, for TJ McConnell. And then, I mean, on the Brooklyn side of things, it's, it's KD and Harden. Uh, I mean, outside of these two guys it's really hard to trust anything else. Patty Mills is going to have nights where he shoots the ball. Incredible. You're not going to be able to project those. So if you're a 150 lineup guy, you probably throw a few of them in every night that he plays. But overall, I think you're either taking shots on Durant or Harden or just kind of staying away from the nets. Yeah. It's, it's Durant for me. Um, just not loving what we're seeing out of Harden. He's not getting to the free throw line. Uh, most free throws he's attempted in a game so far this year is four. Um, just very uncharacteristic for him. So I'm having a hard time with his ceiling with Durant there. Um, I, I would rather just play Durant, I think. Um, as far as value, Bruce Brown is the one that I'm looking at. He's still 3,800. Uh, burned everybody opening night, obviously, as chalk. Barely saw the floor. But then he's seen over 30 minutes the last two games. So I, I don't know what to think of that situation. But I'm de- I definitely have interest. Um, if he's in the starting lineup, for sure, interest. All right, moving on. We got Charlotte at Miami. No total in this game. Uh, Rogier is questionable and Washington's doubtful. And then Oladipo is still out for Miami. Uh, let's start with Charlotte. I, I mean, I know it's a tough matchup going against Miami, but I mean, LaMelo seems to have a ceiling just about any night right now. Uh, what are your thoughts here on Charlotte? Yeah, I don't love the matchup against Miami. Uh, I think there are better spots. Um, on this slate, I don't see myself playing a ton of Charlotte, um, but LaMelo would be the guy. I'm probably not taking chances on Bridges or Hayward in this spot, um, and no other price is really sticking out to me. Um, McDaniels blew up in the last game, but I'm not going to be chasing that. He was he just ridiculous shooting um, five of six, including four or five from three-pointers, so I, I don't think you chase that. Um, real No real interest outside of LaMelo. 
Yeah, I mean, LaMelo is averaging 1.45 fantasy points per minute. Like, he he seems to be the guy. Um, so if you're looking for something, I, I think it's him. Um, honestly, I don't, I don't love this game for Charlotte. Um, and, and I want Rozier to be out if I'm going to play LaMelo, too, for what it's worth. So if, if Rozier comes back, I mean, I'm probably going to stay away from Charlotte in this spot. And then on the Miami side of things, I mean, Bam could crush in this spot. But, I mean, they're so deep. With Kyle Lowry there now, too, him, Butler, Bam, this lineup is just it's, – it's a deep – it's a deep lineup. Yeah, it, it's hard to pick which guy's going to go off. Um, obviously, monitoring Kyle Lowry, too. Um, if he misses again – uh, Tyler Hero would he's be... probable for what it's worth. Okay, so we should have Lowry there. That probably means Hero's a little bit pricey. Um, so yeah, it, it's bam for me. Um, I will note Charlotte plays pretty fast or has so far, at least this year. Um, so a bit of a pace up spot for Miami. Um, got to dig into that a little bit more. Um, might have some interest there, but yeah, pro- probably just bam and Jimmy. Uh, moving on Sacramento at new Orleans. This game has a two nineteen and a half total Sacramento is a two point favorite. They're good to go injury wise. And then new Orleans heart is questionable. Temple's doubtful and Zion is still out. Um, what are your thoughts here on Sacramento? I see myself having a lot of exposure to this game. Uh, both teams have played fast in the, the beginning part of the season here. Um, both historically have been poor on defense. So this is one of my favorite games as, as a game stack. Um, definitely going to have a lot of exposure to both sides in tournaments. Um, you know, Fox can go off at any time. Um, like that price tag at just 8400 he can definitely pay that off. Harrison Barnes' usage has been encouraging this year. Uh, I know the price tag has come up quite a bit on him, but He's shooting three-pointers. Um, he's attempted at least six three-pointers in every game this season. Um, just seems to be a lot more involved in the offense. So uh, Fox and Barnes would be my my first two leans. Um, not real interested in, like, healed Halliburton. Um, so probably just the two guys at the top on Sacramento. Yeah, I mean, ton of interest in Fox. Barnes has been fantastic to start the season. Um, and, and, I mean – it never feels good paying this price tag for him, but I mean, I think he's kind of proved that he's worth it. So uh, until something changes, I think he's potentially worth a look. And I mean, buddy, buddy healed 6,200 for a dude when he's going to put up double digits, three pointers in this game. And if he starts knocking him down, he won't stop shooting. Um, so I mean, in tournaments, I think him and Halliburton both have a little bit, um, you know, worth taking shots on here. But I'm with you. I like this game as a whole. Um, I like the New Orleans side, too. Valanciunas at 8500 His price is finally caught up to the production. He's going to be a low-owned tournament play here. But, I mean, it's hard not to like Graham. He's still only 6K. He's shown that he could put up 40-plus fantasy points, so... I mean, Devontae Graham is someone that I will keep playing here. Um, I mean, Ingram and Valanciunas are, are kind of priced right. Yeah, I, I love the Graham call. Um, 
I mean, he, his numbers just kind of stood off, off the page when I was uh, looking into him. Um, I don't know with, with some of the guys out, I don't know if he's seen more run than we expected or, or if this is like Alexander Walker is the one that, that has kind of been down for me. And Graham has kind of taken over that secondary role to, to Ingram and Valanciunas. But um, yeah, I have a lot of in, uh, interest in Ingram as well. As long as Zion is still out, I think there's more of a ceiling even than he showed, like he's played well this year, but he hasn't had like that true nuclear game. I like this spot against the Kings. The pace should be fantastic. Um, Ingram's one of my favorite plays on the slate. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't really have much to add here. I like this game. This is definitely a game stack game for me. Um, definitely what I'm going to be looking at. Up next, we got Dallas at Denver. No total in this game because there's so many question marks in this game. Um, I mean, on the Dallas side... Porzingis is questionable. They said they're going to reevaluate him on Friday and kind of check. It is a back-to-back. Um, on the Denver side of things, Jokic is questionable. I mean, he's dealing with a little bit of a knee injury from what I um, heard. He didn't, he didn't practice Thursday. Um, it's so early in the season that they might be very careful with him in this spot. Let's start with Dallas. Um, I already said Luca kind of stunk um so what are your thoughts here on dallas i'm most likely just staying away from dallas here um i don't know if luca is looking like he's going to be super low owned maybe i'll take some shots on him but they just look completely out of sync right now um just not not any pieces that fit together like they don't play well Probably, and I mean, Denver's decent on defense. Probably just to stay away altogether from Dallas. Even if Porzingis is out, I mean, theoretically there should be some value plays, but it's it's not really working out tonight. I don't see it changing um, any. So most likely avoiding Luca unless he's super low owned. Jalen Brunson is the the one value type play that that I might take a shot on. Yeah, I mean Brunson, he continues to play really well. You know, he's having uh, like he's doing way better than Luca um, on Thursday night. And like I'm, I'm sitting over here. I'm so tilted. When we, when we started the podcast, Julius Randle hadn't done anything and he bounced back to like uh, 48 fantasy points. So it's like if Luca just would have had a, a like an average Luca game, it would have been such a good night for me uh, DFS wise. But oh, min cash city with Luca. Anyway, um, I mean, Here's the thing about Luca in this spot. The second end of a back-to-back going into Denver is one of the hardest in the NBA. Um, Dallas in general. Like, if Jokic plays and Porzingis sits, there's there's a chance Denver blows out Dallas in this game. Um, like I said, it's the hardest second end of a back-to-back. So there's two things, right? There's Luca's really expensive. He burned everybody. Maybe you take a shot because of all those reasons. And then the second way you look at the is maybe he's just too pricey for this second end of a back-to-back and we take shots on Brunson. Um, I don't want to go too crazy here. I mean, Cleveland had, he's having a game too at 3,300. You know, he, he's played 23 minutes in the fourth quarter has eight minutes to go in the game. So it's really hard to, 
kind of just judge um, this team in general right now. Um, Cause he got so hot that like they just kind of kept Powell off the floor. So who knows um, on the Denver side of things, Jokic matters. If Jokic doesn't play in this game, Michael Porter Jr. at 6,500, Aaron Gordon at 5K, and Will Barton at 5,900 are all too cheap. Yeah, it definitely depends on on Jokic. If Jokic is in there, I have some interest in him. Um, if he's out, then obviously we're gonna we're gonna have tons of exposure to Denver here. Um, I think I think it's just as simple as that. Got to wait on the the Jokic news. Um. Yeah, I mean, if Jokic plays, I don't have a ton of interest in Denver. Like, I'll take some shots um, maybe on Jokic, but overall, I mean, I don't have a ton of interest in Denver. Monte Morris is another guy that, you know, should be on everybody's radar if Jokic doesn't play. Like, so many cheap plays here for Denver if Jokic does not play in this game. Yeah, I mean, you're going to be looking to get probably three or four of these guys in, in each lineup if Jokic is out, so. All right, we got the Clippers and the Trailblazers. It's a 225 total. Portland's a four-point favorite. Abaka's out. Johnson's questionable. Kawhi and Morris are out still. And then on the Portland side, Norman Powell is questionable and Snell is out. Let's start with the Clippers. What do you like here for LA? Yeah, it should be a, a bit of a pace-up spot for the Clippers um, against Portland. Another historically weak defense, so um, lots of interest here. Paul George is somebody that people just don't don't like the play. Um, I'm fine going to him. Big price tag at 10K, but without Leonard there, um, he's got plenty of upside. So I'll probably find try to find some exposure to uh, Paul George. Um, going down from there, it's it's a little bit difficult. I'd probably skip Reggie Jackson and Eric Bledsoe. Just don't love the upside for either of those guys. Um, I would have interest in Terrence Mann. And then Batum and, and Kennard are, are difficult. It seems like like those three have just kind of rotated um, the one being the cheap guy that you want on the Clippers in the early part of the season here. So um, Batum and Kennard's upside is limited. Obviously, Kennard needs to shoot really well, um, and Batum just doesn't, doesn't do a lot. And at 4K, it gets even tougher for him to pay off that price tag. So uh, Terrence Mann is, is the guy I have interest in down, down low. Paul George's usage is just so high right now. He's so expensive, but I mean, the Cleveland game was just so ugly in general. Um, I think this is a good bounce back spot for him. I think this is going to be a back and forth type of game. George and Lillard trying to like, you know, prove themselves in this game. Um, I mean, man, I don't know. I look at the Clippers here and I just I don't know what to do with this team. Um, like the total of this game at 225 is the highest that we have out right now. Um, it's been bet down to 223 and it's still the highest that we have out right now. And it's just like, who do I play? I want to play somebody from this game because I, I like the Portland side. I'm going to, I'm going to talk about like CJ McCollum and Nurkic um, and Lillard. And it's just like, Outside of like Terrence Mann's price and just getting some exposure to Paul George, it's just so hard. I think the only other guy that makes some kind of sense here for the Clippers is Nicholas Batum. 
if if they're going to give him 30 minutes at 4K, I mean, he has to be in the conversation a little bit. Um, yeah, I mean, the last time these two teams played, the Clippers controlled the whole game. Um, Portland side of things. What do you like here for Portland? Yeah, I mean, it depends on uh, Norman Powell if I want to go go real deep with this. I have I have interest in Lillard and McCollum either way. Probably Nurkic as well, um, but CJ McCollum is just underpriced um, for the ceiling that we've seen for, from him. Um, a little bit of a tough matchup against the Clippers defense, but without Kawhi, I'm, I'm not as scared of them as otherwise would be. Um, so yeah, definitely going to play a lot of McCollum. We'll sprinkle in a little bit of Lillard at his price tag. Um, it's a little bit more difficult for him to find a ceiling game that that gives you a score you need in a tournament. Uh, but I, I'll, I will have some exposure to him. Uh, kind of the same deal with Nurkic. Price tag is 7K. I think that's that's perfectly fine. Um, won't have a ton of him, but definitely some exposure. Uh, and then if, if Norm Powell is out, I think you got to look at some of these secondary guys again. Um, Simons is one I definitely have interest in, and I'd be looking at Little a little as well. Little a little. <laughs> little a little. <laughs> I mean, yeah, a little of little sounds good. Um, you know, the minutes have been there. He's 4,100. We're looking for a little bit of value. I think the next game could present some value um, because, like I said, the whole Lakers team is questionable. Uh, Cleveland at L.A. taking on the Lakers. No total in this game. Um, Okoro is out for Cleveland. And then... Ariza's out. Dumbaya's questionable. Ellings questionable. Horton Tucker's out. LeBron is questionable. Rondo is questionable. And none is out. And of course, this is the 1030 game. Um, let's start here with the Cleveland side of things. I think the biggest thing that like for me on the Cleveland side is they're kind of deep. Um Mobley has added some depth. Um, Allen, you know, he's been playing like 30 minutes a night. They got Garland Sexton, like Rubio. I mean, it's so hard, like, to kind of figure out what to do with Cleveland on a nightly basis, but they're all cheap. So if you get the guy that has the ceiling night, I mean, it makes some sense. Yeah, I definitely need to see which Lakers team we're getting here, because if, if it's a full strength Lakers team, I'd be concerned about a, a blowout and wouldn't have much interest in Cleveland probably at all. Um, maybe one guy on the other side of a Lakers star, but with Sexton and Garland, it's, I mean, it's difficult when they're both in there. I love either one of them if, if the other is out, but if they're both playing, it's, it's really difficult. Um, yeah. I, I don't see myself with much exposure to Cleveland. That's pretty much where I'm at. Yeah. I mean, I think the only reason you're potentially playing some Cleveland here is if you're playing a bunch of teams, um, that's kind of, it's kind of all I got on the Cleveland side. I mean, Mobley has some upside in this spot, but I mean, he's going to have to start shooting the ball a little bit more like, He's getting the rebounds, you know, he's blocking shots and he's scoring, but I mean, we need him to take like 15 
shots a night. And I don't think he's going to do that with Sexton and Garland and these guys there. Um, and none of them are really like cheap on the Lakers side of things. Anthony Davis probable. Um, I mean, he's someone that could crush in this spot. If LeBron sits, you know, we're, we've gotten some ceiling games here out of Westbrook with LeBron out. I feel like LeBron always wants to play against Cleveland. Um, what are your thoughts here on the Lakers? Yeah, completely news dependent. Um, if LeBron is in, I'm not touching Westbrook. If LeBron is out, I'll probably lock Westbrook um, just from what we've seen. <laughs> I mean, that's that's really the way that it's looked in the, the two games that LeBron has missed. So um, I don't have any reason to play that differently until we see something different. Um, like, like Westbrook just takes over and runs the offense. He looks like the Westbrook of old, uh, like the Washington Westbrook, um, where he's just insane usage. If it were LeBron and Westbrook, playing and AD was out. I I don't know what I would do with LeBron probably wouldn't have a ton of interest um, in either one of them, but yeah, I don't know. Just going to have to wait on the news. LeBron's out. I want, I want as much Westbrook as I can fit Um, LeBron's in and I have much less interest in the team. Yeah. I mean, it's simple. If LeBron plays, um, (laughs) I just, yeah, I don't really have a ton of interest. Um, I still have interest, I think, in Anthony Davis regardless. But if LeBron plays, I don't have as much interest in Westbrook, probably hardly any. If LeBron sits, I like Davis and Westbrook a lot um, in this spot. And, I mean, the secondary pieces, I don't have a ton of interest in. Like, Le- Carmelo has played 30 minutes in each of the two games that LeBron has missed, but <laughs> – there's just too many pieces here um, for Carmelo to be viable. Uh, uh, just, yeah. All right, let's play the uh, morning grind game and then uh, we'll get out of here. We're going to use DraftKings pricing like always. Um, someone under 5,000 that you like to go 7X today. Um, I like the a little bit of a pace-up spot for the Clippers. Uh, I'm going to count on Terrence Mann being the, the value guy for the Clippers this, this game. So give me Terrence Mann. I like it. Um, I mean, I think I got to go Batum. 4K that just seems a little too cheap. He's someone that can, um, you know, 7X at 4K. So I don't mind Nicholas Batum, all people. Over 8K to go under 5X. Who's your bust at the top today? Give me James Harden. Uh, I talked about his free throw or lack of free throws, I guess. Um, I just don't see the same ceiling from him that we saw last year, um, even sometimes when Kyrie was playing. So uh, give me Harden. I'm going to take Luka. I'm going to regret taking Luka. But, I mean, the second end of a back-to-back in Denver, I already talked about it. This is – this is a tough one. This is such a hard back-to-back, and, I mean, he just – he's bounced back in the fourth quarter, and he's he, he's not even going to be close to getting there, but, I mean, it's way better than what it was, that's for sure. So, um, for me, I'm going to go Luca. Give me your favorite 6X play on the slate. Um, looking with Brogdon out, I think Duarte has a chance at a ceiling game here. Um, Brooklyn's going to score. We know that Indiana should have to, to try to keep pace with them. So, uh, I like Duarte to be chucking it up quite a bit. You took my guy. Um, 
All right. That's not like that's who I was gonna pick. So now I'm I'm scrambling. Um six X. I mean, there's a bunch of guys that could get six X depending on news. If we had news, this would be so much yeah. easier. He's my let's get weird GPP play. Um give me Devontae Graham, 36 fantasy points at 6K. Um, I'll go with Devontae Graham. Uh, let's get weird GPP play of the day. Who do you got today? I, I like that. Devontae Graham is actually the one I have um, written down here for ten per, under 10%. I don't know that he'll be quite that low. What do you think on that? I I mean, there are some value. I, I think it's going to depend on news. Yeah, I agree. I think we could see some Lakers value open up. Um, obviously, we've got some Indiana already, with uh, Brogdon already out, so. I think he goes a little bit overlooked and he's just been really good. Um, not a guy that I like thought we would be wanting to jam in here at uh, 6k this early in the season, but I like Graham. All right. Uh, my let's get weird play of the day is buddy Hyde, buddy healed um, 6,200. I don't think he'll be someone that's very popular here and, New Orleans, I mean, he's going to be shooting a ton. This game should be ugly defensively, so I'm going to go Buddy Heald. Um, Is there any bets? I mean, it's tough. There's not a ton of lines. There's a lot of injury news out. Is there any bets that are, like, standing out to you? Um, Yeah, when I looked at the odds, I was surprised that Sacramento-New Orleans was not the highest total game on the slate. Um, As you mentioned, the Clippers-Portland game is uh, about three points higher. looks like Sacramento, New Orleans opened at 219 and a half. Um, so I like the over on that. Um, I, I think Buddy, Buddy Heald's three-point prop is something that I'm going to be looking for in the morning. Um, just kind of talking about that same game that you were just talking about. If it comes out at like two and a half, I really like the over. Um, some of these three-point props come out so low sometimes, so – I want to. I kind of want to see what his prop. I looked before the podcast; it wasn't up yet. Um, I'm going to look really quick. While you're looking there, I mean, Harrison Barnes is the same situation. Like he's just he seems to be shooting more three pointers this year. So that's another three point prop I'd be interested in. Um. Yeah. Nothing out yet. So we'll have to kind of see if what it looks like in the morning. Um. Yeah, nothing out yet. Usually it's very hard to see or get props the night before, um, but I, I like the over if it's like two and a half on Buddy Heald, um, three-point prop. Any final thoughts before we get out of here? Uh, no, I don't have anything. Go ahead and get back to this uh, football game. Look like we had a couple of touchdowns scored at least, so maybe it'll get a little bit better here for the fourth quarter. I don't know. I got carted off for Arizona. Um, semi-watching it, but I hope whoever it is is okay. It did not look good. It, it was kind of nasty hit. So hopefully that person's okay. And then Robert Twinion, um just kind of looked like he was hobbling off. So hopefully he's okay as well. Hate seeing injuries in NFL. It's such a fast-paced game. Injuries, they never look good, man. Um, so, yeah, just hope everyone's okay. It's going to wrap it up here for Friday. We back November, Monday, talking some basketball. Good luck, everyone. We'll see you then.